like you better with glasses. Too bad. I like me better without them. Hey, pretty fans. Welcome to another episode of the Better With Glasses podcast. I am your host, Vicky Vizalia, and with me, as always, is Casey. Hey, hey. And today, we are here... Love Fest, bro. ...to talk about our favorite episode of the season oh. so far. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I would say You're still it's, in love with episode three? Yeah, I would say it's a very rewatchable episode. Oh, okay, guys, it's my favorite episode. This episode smacks. It's so good. It, it, it kills it. It's really okay. good. So if, if um, episode three is your favorite... It's good. It's not as rewatchable because it's so sad. Okay. Like unless you just want to watch Susanna die a lot and Belly and Conrad fight and they break a bit prom. They have a good scene there at the end. No, they're all good scenes. Yeah, they're all good scenes. Oh, well, yeah, they're all good scenes. But this one is like very interspersed with like light and happy and light and happy, and it all comes crashing down at the end. But I would agree. Yeah, some yeah. of that stuff is a little bit heavy at the end there. No, oh, for sure. But I, I like I'll that. Be crying going on. No, I like, but I like the drama. But I like the drama with interspersed you know what they say lightness what save the drama for your mama she did she, she did actually she did, did actually save yeah. it for her mom so okay uh killer no- i'm predicting this is gonna be i don't want to you know jinx us or anything but i think this is gonna be a good episode of the podcast yeah because okay. there's like when we watch the shit we're like well this is gonna be like a two-hour show oh my gosh yeah it's gonna be like a two-hour show well i had multiple fans of the podcast dm and just say there is so much that just happened. Your podcast has got to be like two We have hours. so much to go over. In the Taylor voice. Oh, no, no. no belly, in the belly, belly voice to Taylor. Belly to Taylor. There's so much to go God. over. Shame to know that. I know. <laughs> the student has become the master. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, do you want to do really quick, just like scene all the way through what's happening i think this is we're gonna we can run this one through you go tell us what happened in the episode okay we'll save some time for the post script but there's a lot to talk about there's throughout. a lot to talk about yeah okay but you want to talk about it as we go along yeah talk about it as right we go there? along okay sounds good um let's talk first do you mind if we first talk just overall about our takes and what happened and what was right and what was wrong so i don't remember okay so uh we were we were definitely right about this is the Slurpee episode. We okay. I was right about oh, I called that uh Jeremiah and Bella getting a Taylor Swift song. Yes, you were right about that. Yep. Um we were both right and wrong about where we thought this episode was going to end. So I said unequivocally that I thought it was gonna end with Jeremiah and Belly on the beach. I was wrong about that. But you said it's that it, you said it couldn't end with her calling her mom because that like wasn't big enough. We weren't even thinking that there'd be like a really big montage that it ended with that. But it was yeah. heavy because of the montage. I think I, we nailed it because I was like, episode seven is going to start off with yeah. Laurel and yeah. Belly or at least Laurel coming to cousins. Yeah. But when we're on the right track, but one thing that you were absolutely right on that I just got to give you your views. So is I was talking about the scene in the book when Belly takes the tequila bottle and she's going down to the beach. And you said, I think it's going to end with that scene of Belly and Conrad on the beach. And I thought they were going to throw that scene away because I told you it didn't seem like she cared that much about the funeral stuff. So great job, Jenny and the writers. So they stuck the they stuck the funeral stuff in not as heavy, still equally a great scene, but they stuck it in at the party city part. And then they made 
her breakdown with him at the beach more about as we're going to talk about party said what just happened what just happened with jer party said he making a comeback yeah party said he was all the rage back in the day growing up party said he was great anyhow okay so i just wanted to quickly do that but run it up bro okay where did last see uh last episode end last episode ended with house is sold house is sold okay so we were thinking like oh how do we keep the plot moving and the plot doesn't move at this point it's just like is aunt julia going to back out of the sale or not and i have a take on that but we end up with julia basically saying it's sold it this will come back around but conrad basically gives up right like he was so like Oh, I'm gonna save this house. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. He's just kind of like. I mean, he should gives the key over. Yeah, I mean, what else are you gonna do? So, like, he and Jeremiah give their keys over. Everybody's sad about it. Uh, great Scott. Oh, how about this? And Julia. So, like, the going to the judge to access the trust was basically a red herring because it didn't come up at all in this episode. Exactly. That's what I was. That's what I meant. Yeah. It was like. Yeah, we thought Liam was gonna be there. Liam yeah. was like barely there. He just like gets a drink poured by roller skating belly. But wasn't mentioned at all wasn't even brought up because i guess like once the house is sold it's like all bets are off they can't buy it anymore yeah unless she decides to reopen it back up and i got something i got something for that later we'll we'll just not step on that and talk about it at the end okay cool um but as i was saying then we get a great sky and julia moment and like that scene even as we were watching it we were looking at each other like this is why they bring in two powerhouse actresses this yeah this is why this is why you had to have amazing elsie and and kira do it yeah amazing great acting and and i'm actually pretty happy like you get the flashback after that where you get a little bit of backstory on Susanna and julia yo episode six julia's still the villain yeah hasn't changed yet no it hasn't changed yet no flipping but 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 I think it was just enough, you know, like I didn't not that I didn't care for the flashback, but I think it was just like perfect. If they like make too big of a deal out of the why of Julia, like I think it would have brought down the episode. I don't think people care enough. That's to, what I mean. Like, that's what I yeah, that's what I mean. A fucking 10 minute scene and... That's no, that's yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. You, right. Favorite. I I like that Sky is calling out their mom for Basically just saying, like, you're not giving this thing a chance because your lens on cousins is based on her baggage with Susanna, but not even with Susanna. So here's my hot take. It's not even about the Susanna thing. It's about the fact that her father made her feel like the outcast. There's this thread of, hey, like, let go of this baggage, but we can all agree that doesn't really affect or shouldn't affect you taking this out on the well, kids it's like she made sky's decision for for them yeah for them yeah so okay anyway uh then we go into steven and conrad in the kitchen so they decide to throw a party right so yeah, I, I guess like guys <laughs> my mom when my mom first saw this place they had a big party and we need to do the same thing send it off right it was like gatsby that does sound like Susanna, doesn't it yeah, yeah, yeah like it's sure. it's very Susanna, like college Susanna. Yeah, yeah, is throwing a party. At, so we figured out that house. if if it, that was the first time Laurel saw the beach house, it would have been sometime after college because they would be friends already. Mm-hmm. But before Belly and Conrad, uh, Belly and Stephen would have been born because they said that Belly and Stephen had gone every summer. Yeah, every so summer. it would be so when Laurel first saw it and they had this big blowout, 
it would have been before Belly and Stephen were born. Yep. Context clues, guys. Context clues. Yeah. Um. All right. So basically, the kids are all excited because they're going to have this party. Yeah. Great. Because Cameron, I think it's great because if not, they're all just going to go home. Yeah. We got. Yeah. We need to extend this party. Summer. As, yeah, we need to extend this fun time as much as possible. It's like I don't. I'm not ready to go home yet. Like we're finally in this beach town. We. We don't want it to end. Yeah, like last time, best time. And that's the best line. It's like, I love this for us. Yeah. But in his like funny voice. Love I Cam. I love this for us. I love this for us. Yeah. That was a great Cam. That's anyway. Good. Good, good Cam. <laughs> okay, so then everyone exits and Conrad goes to the fridge and Steven stays back and kind of like blocks him in. He's like, you okay, bro? Are you sure you're okay? And I said this. We talk about so many ships on the show and who's great and as a pairing. Yeah. Conrad and Steven. Yeah, they're catching a wave this this season. Are amazing. They're catching a wave for sure. They're great. Well, it's like, let's let these two actors who can really do things at a high level. Go. go. Yeah. yeah. And then I we talked about this and I'll talk about it at the end too because it kind of feeds into the Jeremiah mindset thing. Some people see it differently and I get that Conrad is flawed, but when we're watching it, I don't, I see Conrad as totally the more mature. And yeah. so is Steven, right? Good point on that, right? So I agree for the most part, but let me- But he's not perfect. Let me wing something at you. But adults aren't perfect. Yeah, definitely not. He is, I have in my notes that he is the voice of reason, usually grown up, but, you know, he kind of caves at the beginning of the show, right? He mm. gets his key back. He's over with it. I think he caved- in letting them have the party. If he was the voice of reason, like full stop, mm -hmm. he would have been like, no, that's a bad idea. We're going to face litigation <laughs> if we fucking destroyed this house, which ends up happening. And not the litigation like, part, just the house getting, we don't know. Fucked up. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, listen, well, I don't want to step on it later, but they fucked the house up. They did fucked up. So Conrad is like, he's the last one to join in and say, yes, He's just like, you know, whatever, we're not saving this house. Let's yeah, let's have a time. It's kind of him letting go of this. Yeah. But dream. then Steven is trying to make sure that he's not like in his feelings. In his feelings. Yeah. It's almost it, mischievous too. Like, I think this is always exactly what his mom would want. Mm -hmm. It was almost like mischievous. On know? Belly's part? No, on Conrad's part. Like, I think this is exactly what my mom would want because he knows it's going to be a fucking rager. Maybe. Maybe. But like, because you guys are fucking my house over. This is exactly what you, she would want. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Probably not. But it's not her house anymore. That's what I'm saying. She, she would be pissed that they're losing the house. Oh. So she's okay. like, he's like, yeah, she would want. Let's like, yeah, let's burn let's, this thing to the fucking ground. Okay. I gotcha. Um, we, we're going to do a lot at the end on the whole dynamic of Jer and conrad like even if you take belly out of it the jaron conrad thing is not good they don't seem to have a very good healthy ah, listen, relationship I, we'll keep going but we'll keep going but i was gonna say like if your team conrad or even if you like conrad as a character at all like thank god for steven because he seems to be the only one who really like get i think they all get conrad like they can all probably do the bullshit of like you're either way up here or way down here like i think they all know that part about him but steven is the only one who's like 
helping him not feel like a total like shitty person about it like Steven like understands who he is and is trying to help instead of just being like oh yeah you're always up here down here and you better fucking just get it together like um and I think that was nice zen just be zen right Mm -hmm. easier said than done is belly up here and down there only too does belly have a hard time staying in the middle does belly need some zen I feel like she's using lots of crutches. Which, yeah, hey, I don't, listen, I don't crutches think she, are part of life, but yeah, I don't think that she necessarily needs Zen. I think she needs a reality check, and she gets a couple of them. Yeah, I think she just needs to live more life. She's young still, too. Yeah, she needs she needs to see things not just through her point of view, because uh, her point of view is fucking warped. Would you care to expound on that? No, we'll get there. Okay. So <laughs> we'll there. I think cut to Jer and Belly outside. Uh, Well, we get a good Belly and Taylor. So it's oh, the, the volleyball, volleyball again. This is the best of the the volleyball conversations that have been had. I know. At least Let's... awkward, at least cringe. It was very Taylor. was like, oh, fine. Like giving me the out to like, oh, I don't have to do it since you're not doing it. Yeah. Belly's like, no, no, no. You're going to keep doing it. And this conversation's over. He's like, no. I don't even want to. I would have quit a long time ago. I have to wake up so early at the crack of ass, which, like, I don't know if they <laughs> meant to do that. Because usually it's like that ass crack, crack of dawn. dawn. Yeah. But the way that she said it is fucking hilarious. And it's like, which is, it, it's also realistic. So maybe, yeah, realistic. Like, totally. so either they wrote it that way or Rain fucked it up fucked and they're up like, and, and like, it's perfect. Yeah. Like, organic, really nice, good lines. So good. Keep them. So then, yes, you end up with Jeremiah and Belly outside. outside. And I think this was like a little bit of the writing because I'm like, he's more of a surface level guy. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get a little, there's a little bit of some deep thinking that I don't think played as well as they wanted it to. Yeah, I don't know that he doesn't think deeply. I think that's kind of the point. He just doesn't always voice it. Yeah. So maybe the fact that he's like voicing some of this stuff to Belly is good for their I think they're trying to be fair to him. Relationship. Like, we can't have him always do this fun be shit. Like a be a fuck boy, what, like who has one no... trick pony, fun yeah. all the time. Let's give him some extra stuff. I'm just like, I don't know if it comes across as well as they wanted to. Well then, okay. Oh, wow, the fact it triggered something in me. Let's hear it. So Jeremiah is trying to open up to Belly and be deep. Yeah. Right. We have obviously seen Belly and Conrad have very deep, meaningful conversations. Belly doesn't like she. She engages a little bit and then she just quickly turns it into a playful, like, I'm going to push you into the water now. And we're going like, to you know, both revert back. Is- yeah, we're going to revert back to just like childhood stuff. But whenever she's with Conrad, it's like always very deep. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's a great, a great article on Glamour. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Sam, somebody wrote it. Sam Reed. Re- Sam Reed wrote it. Fantastic article about just kind yeah, of. Yeah, we the- posted it today kind of the inner workings of the relationships and like a little bit of a deeper level of the psychology of it all. Definitely go read it. It's it's like the journey that all these people have to take. But then uh, Jer and Belly get their Taylor Swift song. So big ups my boy Jer there. Did you know that song before it played? How'd it go? It's delicate. I don't think so, but I heard Taylor's voice. I'm like, yo, check that on your bingo cards. Oh my Yeah, I did not put that on any bingo cards. Not that I wasn't expecting it. It was just as soon as it happened, because everyone's been waiting to see if it would happen. I think I just kind of did one of these. And I think Casey's exact words were, 
are you going to be okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just going to watch this. So it was cute. It was cute. So they get their pool scene, they frolic, now they're on the... Okay, so, well, they get their pool scene, they frolic. Now they're lamping. Well, well they're laying in the little floaties, and you see a little cute oh, yeah. little cute handhold, okay? Which is major. I mean, come on. I think it is. It is and then major. They've been doing this for years now. Taylor comes trotting out. Hey, Belly, Conbad wants you to go on a supply run with him. Did she say Conbad? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It was either Conbad or Conhead, and I think it was Conbad. Okay. Yeah. So, which is fine, like, which is fine. Now, I think he wants some alone time with Belly. Like, he's trying to be Zen and he invited her specifically. Uh, yeah, I think it's more. Alone. I don't think it's, I think Conrad may want to go and have a deep conversation, not necessarily make a move on her, not necessarily make a move. He wants to see where it goes. He wants to see where it goes. Maybe just, you know, take the temperature. Yeah, well, he's, he is unable to take there. a real read of it because Jeremiah's Which like, he has to. I'm going to okay. come too. Jeremiah has to. If you're Jeremiah in that spot. Like, if he's insert gonna, himself into the middle. If he's going to be he's gonna be blocking, damage. if he's going to be blocking my man Conrad. Yeah. He's got to be there. So I, you know, some people are like, probably like roll their eyes. Jeremiah wants to go. But if, he what he's if doing. you're in the character, you got to go. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. If you're that character, you got to be there. Yeah. Which... Uh, I'm not sure what happens next, but well, after that, that after that, then Taylor gets a call from Milo, goes back oh, to the kitchen. Oh god, that scene sucks. And then you see Taylor and that's Steven. bad Steven there. You think it sucks because it's bad Steven. That's because, bad Steven. You know, it, he is fine. Sean is great in the scene. It's just immature Steven. Yeah, I'm like, come on, bro, you're better than that. But okay, but that's the same thing, right? Like we were just talking about before. Like he and Conrad are clearly like the older siblings. But they still have these like moments of immaturity. Well, I just feel like he's yeah he's forcing the issue. But to me, I'm reading it as Taylor is looking for a way to wiggle out of this Milo thing. Just let that happen. I agree. If yeah, if Steven didn't do that, do you think that Milo would have like had no. the idea to just no. drive three hours no, and show up? Absolutely exactly. not. Yeah. Taylor's looking for a way out of that. Yeah, I see that. You know, I see that in the foreground or yeah. in the in the forecast yeah so. but steven's like insecurities kind of yes, in. yeah, he's, he's like, like he's gotta be a man and like whatever he's doing there oh my gosh okay so rough steven scene good performance and all that but just a rough scene by steven <laughs> they bring it back around and they have a really good scene later at the pool yeah okay so this is what we were talking about before there are so many like good light moments and also heavy moments in this episode and from the time jeremiah conrad and belly leave the house all of their adventures outside of the house like sign me up i i loved them right yeah so but then you, you know what leave them in the car do you know what that makes me feel what it makes me feel like that they're perfect this is amazing this is like the best part of the episodes it's because they're like so close to family and a great reason why none of them should be messing with each other <sighs> well you know what i'm saying they're great as a trio because they're kind of like brother brother sister that's what it seems like. And yeah. I'm like, th their chemistry is great. They're, Jeremiah's happy. Conrad's happy. Belly's happy. And we've seen this a couple times now. It's just like... it. The problem is... It's like a they check really in happy? the pro category of... Yes, because they they know each other for 16 years, 18 years, in that exact setting of being with together all the time. I get it. It's just, it's not. It's a facade. Everybody's putting You're on bugging. a vase. Everyone's putting on a vase. But... You're bugging. 
the way that it's written is absolutely perfect. So it is. And you know what the funny thing is? That gas station looks great, right? From like yeah. when they pull in. Yeah, yeah. But we saw it in real life and that it's a it's ratchet. It's like in the hood. Right? It's the hood. But it's pretty ratchet gas station. There's like bars on the windows and like Yeah. Like like they it's um, not it doesn't look the way that it looks in the show. See, like they always have the like kind of like Fourth of July banner flags. Yeah, like bikes those outside. Actually, yeah, those are actually like covering up like neon CBD signs. Like Newport, <laughs> Newport's for five twenty and uh, fucking Virginia Slims and yeah 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 like like um when Jumper is behind the counter and he's got like. What is he? He, has like, he, has like, he has like cousins merch in the background yeah. but in there's bikes reality, outside there's like reality, there's probably like scratch bins. offs and like there's like surfboards and fucking <laughs> beach tools and like signs inside that say like cousins uh rowing competition coming up I'm like yeah no they, they did a lot of work inside that gas station and on the exterior <laughs> before they put that on air no no shots at uh russell's russell's because we went there and i got i filled up the fill up the jeep yeah. Got some fucking Cheetos. Oh, we had to get you. Cheetos because Belly got Cheetos. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that we saw what Jenny Han got, but Cameo. Cameo. Jenny Han. Jenny Han. There. I, I was thinking she was going to buy the shit for them. I thought so too. But I don't think she wants to get involved in any like speaking roles or anything. But anyhow. Okay. So, so first off, Fritz Herbertson of Guam awesome. Awesome. goes in first. Awesome. Awesome. And it's, it's again a callback to. This guy lives in Cousins. They know the Fisher Boys, right? Like, you have to know the Fisher Boys. He like, I knew every pretty girl on Cousins. All right. So then Conrad goes back out. And again, this is where it's fun, right? The kids are, like, making fun of him. They're it, like, it, it's so good. Yeah. It's like, gold. So, but yeah. So Jeremiah is like, oh, Mr. Herbertson, did they not take your ID? Like and a then, brother. And he's like, fuck you. At least I have That's one. What? And he gives him the finger. Jeremiah, mm-hmm. I love carefree, confident. Yes, this is the best Jer. Confident Jer. He's just like, I don't need one. Me and Jumper are tight. I, we're tight. I'm just going to walk in there. And Jumper doesn't even like give him words. He's just like, read the sign. Yeah. It's like, Which, obviously, I just watched your brother do this. Which sets up Belly. And she goes well, in there. Okay, okay, before that, I love the Jeremiah, like, real. Yeah. With the finger. And then I love how... Belly's like, I just don't think they're gonna buy your Guam ID. Well, it sets and- up it's it's great when they can have Jeremiah and Conrad with a kind of teaming up on Belly in a cute yes. way. Yeah. That's great. Because you don't get that a lot. Yeah. But it just kind of plays into my But I like the uh I like the let's hear your bright idea, Isabel. <laughs> so so Belly goes in, she gets it, she like takes it to eleven. She really ramps it up, but she's kind of like She's she's oh, an she's a really good. Just felt like uh, she's a really good actress playing a bad actress. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's exactly right. Huh? Yeah, you're. Yeah, she's right. I so know. like, because she remember Belly doesn't know how to flirt. Remember when she was at the party and she was trying to flirt with Corey, and yes. they call her out for not knowing how to flirt because her only thing is like. That's hey. what I thought. I was like, she's not a great flirter. She's not, but she knows she's not a good flirter. She even knows she's not a good flirt. She's like. She doesn't know. She's but like, she's flexing a little bit. Oh, you really know how to work that peg. <laughs> like to Corey. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. Is it always this hard? And we're all oh. like, we're all looking at her like, Belly, it's not that easy for some people. You have to like flirt and meet new people, not just like have two guys 
you've known your entire brothers. life all of a sudden grow like fall in love with you <laughs> that are brothers that are brothers um that reminds me of the sky scene which is coming up with taylor actually no you get sky and cam for sky and cam yeah so hang on we we can't just move off of that so belly gets oh, the, get the booze yeah. belly gets the booze so i love that they wheeled it out because imagine being conrad and jeremiah like they didn't think it was gonna work and then now all of a sudden like jumpers wheeling out all this alcohol to that's their the car that's, yeah. that's like the comedy of it oh it's beautiful yeah and then, then slurpy scene all you all you our, fan girls out there our slurpy scene okay Hun, what did you tell me after we just rewatched it? Best scene of the show, probably. It's, it's just it's up there. I, I bet. I bet. They took more care and handled that scene with kid gloves, like make sure it's set right. Mm-hmm. Shoot it as many times as we need to get it exactly right. Belly mm-hmm. perfectly lit, like laughing, carefree, Conrad, all that. Like, because that's the most one of the most powerful scenes. It's like you said, the show. In one scene. In a nutshell. It's the show in a nutshell yeah. in one scene. And like uh, if you take somebody who has never watched it before mm-hmm. and you watch that, somebody would be like, Oh, there's something going on between her and him, but there's something that went on between her and him. Yeah. Like, like you would just know. When when they when the office with Jim and Pam, they would take like a full day to shoot a Jim and Pam scene, like oh, maybe more, but like because it was that important. extra writing sessions and like shoot this for 10 hours from every different angle to make sure you have it right because this is the shit that people care about mm-hmm. like yeah i i can see how great it is yeah but like for the fans of the show it's like team conrad team jeremiah both of these things are happening belly being belly's cute caught as in the hell. Middle. Like, yeah. it's it's a really good scene yeah how's it what does conrad say oh i thought coco was my specialty which I, is I like thought, i thought coco was uh, my specialty. which you know calls back to like the major thing that's happened between them well okay but it's the first time call back right? to the moment it's the call yeah it's the callback to the it's moment it's like girl i haven't forgotten yes yes but also i posted something about this and i told you about it but it's like jeremiah to this point this season has been explicitly flirty with belly he's getting there well like he i mean he's saying things like well if i kissed you i wouldn't be able to stop and like so and then there's a whole slew of things that he says after he gets jealous so like from that point on he says some very openly flirtatious stuff to her but that's conrad's thing right he's like yeah i'm not gonna just straight up tell you that i want to kiss you but i'm going to like kind of weave this in there and see if you react yeah he's more of a, a subtle subtexty kind of flirter yeah yeah all right it worked it worked yeah what's next okay all right so then you get sky and camp and normally i think i told you normally this would be like a throwaway scene but i'm really starting to love those two. Oh man the, and love those two too because like I'm, i don't want to sound like a fucking nerd here but they're two really good performers Act, acting wise yeah acting yeah. wise and it's like they can do a lot of things and convey a lot with not a lot of time and not a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. yeah you know they're on the same wavelength exactly like a little bit on like that nerdy tip oh yeah like it's right yeah it's it right. is it is very right well sky as we've seen we see is very black and white yeah 
like very technical and like maybe See, sees things for what they are. Yeah, it doesn't want the gray area of whatever. Like you're not going on the well boat. Why you're not going on a well boat? Like that's not a good reason. Yeah, you, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. If this is if this is your singular passion, this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. So then, Party City. Damn. The beginning is great. Like the dad's credit card thing. Okay. One, Adam Fisher's not that bad. In uh, another point for him being okay because he does have an emergency credit card for these kids. He's not like an absent father. Uh, Two, man, those kids all looked great together as a family. Jeremiah Conrad and Billy. Like in the opening scene? Yeah. Like, like, okay. Damn, they're good together. Like maybe, maybe. Like the trio of them? Yeah. What would it be like if they all brought a different date to Thanksgiving dinner? What would that look like, guys? That'd be really fun. Like, oh, this is my date. Oh, this is my date. And then they could go off and be in the side room and like have their jokey friend thing. Don't want to step on your shit, Jenny Han, but it ain't the show. It could I ain't the show. But <laughs> man, they're great together when they're all in like that fun, carefree, yeah, you know, innocent. Yeah. And I do vibe. like the the little like supermarket sweep. Like, okay, everybody get a cart and go fill up as much stuff as you can. That's Jeremy and Jeremy, man. Paying for it. Yeah. Okay. Cut two, we end up with Conrad and Belly in the aisle. Their carts are both filled. Conrad's <laughs> is filled literally with cups. And, and I feel like Jer- uh, Belly's is too, but she's giving Conrad shit for not having interesting stuff. What, <laughs> what does he say? These, these plates, plates have glitter. glitter. It's like, you don't have anything fun in your cart. Like, these plates have <laughs> glitter. And yo, like season one to season two, how many more funny Conrad lines have we got in season two than season one? It's like, went from zero percent to like a hundred percent it's like i don't know if he has input on the writing or if he's i don't think he has any input on the writing bullshit i don't think i think so. jenny trusts these guys with their character they are the characters that's true that's true but i they have a, such a great close relationship the cast to jenny and i know but i i don't i i i think we're always supposed to we're supposed to see the duality so if conrad was one way in season one they're showing other sides of him in season two and sim- similarly jeremiah is one way in season one and we're starting to see other sides of him in and, season two. Uh, and belly the same thing belly was like super innocent in season one and in season two she's carrying around a tequila bottle yes <laughs> okay so the scene in the aisle belly and conrad yeah I love it because it goes from, again, this is just what those two do. It goes from like playful. I can see that they grew up together and it's cute. Like she puts the feather boa around him, puts the sunglasses on him. Shout out Hulk Hogan. And then, well, there's a lot of shout out to Harry Styles. Um, Is that really what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All my Hulk Hogan's, all my Hulkamaniacs out there. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And then he takes a tiara, puts it on her head. And then very similar to the famous dance scene at the Debbie Town Ball, I thought. Oh, yeah, where she has a yeah. I think next up, and I'm gonna let you cook here for a minute. You talk about the scene in the aisle where Belly and Conrad get to, you know, finally they're alone now. Have the conversation. So we've been talking about it for a while. Conversation. Uh-huh. Okay, so We'd been talking about when we were going to get this interaction because I didn't really think that show belly cared as much or carried as much guilt over the funeral stuff. Mm -hmm. But she clearly does. She brings up that she wants to talk about the elephant in the room. 
I think if you watch it carefully, maybe no one else saw this. I probably saw it a little bit more than you did, but I think that whatever the direction was or how they told Chris to play it was that he's like, oh yeah, yeah, let's, let's, sure, let's have a serious conversation. He takes the sunglasses off. And I think when she starts to go into it, they did the dialogue perfectly because she doesn't just launch into it. She says, well, I've been trying to find a way to bring this up. And there's like a glimmer of hope in his eye because I think he's thinking that she's going to talk about their relationship. Like, the vi- quote-unquote vibes mm-hmm. that Steven was picking up on. The first time I watched the episode mm-hmm. or that scene, I thought the elephant was the funeral. Okay. Like, yeah. I was expecting it to be the funeral because whether you led me to believe that or it was the books or whatever, no. it's just that's what I was expecting. As an omniscient viewer, I knew they were going to talk about the funeral. So I'm in agreement with you. I knew it was about the funeral, but I was so interested in seeing that they played Conrad as a little bit aloof and like he was a little bit hopeful. And then she brings up the funeral and he's just like back in that dark place where he thinks back on like the shitty moment that they both had. And then the emotions are real because you can see Belly Lola does a great job. Yeah. Because she's being vulnerable and she's For the kind first of time really. And she's explaining her side of it. Like she's just kind of like, so here's what really went down. I wanted to be there for you. I was trying to help you not create this big, massive mess. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so ashamed. She uses the word ashamed. Fair. And like you can see, like, but she even said, she like explains all of it, like why she was even up in the rec room. She's like, I saw you with Aubrey and I overreacted. And then even before he can get a word in, she says, and I know we weren't even together at the time, so I had no right. And Conrad's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it, it's not about that. And of course you had a right. Like, what a great, what a great Conrad, right? It's like when- Well, I think he has some guilt for it too. Oh, for sure. Because he had just broken up with this girl. And, but now he's alone in a room. How they got there, it's unclear. He says it's from the panic, panic attack, attack. And that may be, but I feel like the panic attack may have happened- back at the church or out, outside and they got up there somehow so he feels some guilt and yeah. he's like nah girl you well i you think i think he's acknowledging like yeah it's a really weird situation and if it weren't for the panic attack i would never have put you in that situation belly right like he's smarter than that he hasn't seen her in a really long time it's his mom's funeral he wasn't going up there to hook up with his ex-girlfriend at his mom's funeral and, are hard I and, and have belly catch him so i think he's just kind of like no you i get why you reacted that way but like it wasn't that and then the important thing with whether it's a, a scapegoat or a plot, plot device or something like that the important thing the really really important is thing, that you have fun no is that this is the first time he is opening up about the panic attack thing. Mm. And I think it's it's either the start of or an example of her realizing, like we talked about her reality check, is like Belly's viewpoint of the world is so selfish sometimes and she thinks that she's at the center of this fucking universe in that glamour article they mentioned that yeah uh, similar but it's true and there's nothing wrong with that right she's 16 years old and she's trying to make sense of the shit that's going around her going on around her but like 
to learn about this, now it's going to color how she sees everything that happened just a little bit differently. That's good for her. Which is good for her. And I think it's good for Conrad because he's deeper than all of the shit that he hides. And he didn't hide it. Let's not forget Conrad's the oldest one here. He's got the most life experience. When you're 16, even when you're 17, 18, you think you have, you yeah. think you know everything. Yeah. And then when you're 22, you don't, you don't know anything. Yeah. But the Conrad character, we talked a little bit about this, but the Conrad character, the way that they always wrote him in the book and they carried that through the show was, oh yeah. But remember when he broke his arm and like for hours didn't tell anyone because he didn't want people to worry and Laurel had to be the one that found him so, and brought him to the hospital. Like, that's just his deal. He I'm with you. I'm deferring to you on all this stuff. But I'm just going to throw a, one big matzo ball out here. Okay. I don't need a rebuttal. Okay. But I'm just going to throw it out. If you want to say anything, go. In the comment section? No, you. Oh. If you want. Okay. If you want to. I don't want to make it a big thing. But by osmosis, I feel like. Belly would have found out about Conrad's panic attacks before this instance in the aisle at Party City. Let me just run down the list. He had a panic attack in front of Cleveland, mm-hmm. who was dating Belly's mom. Mm-hmm. Stephen seems to know about these panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Belly's sister, mm-hmm. or Belly's brother. You'd think that Conrad may have gone to his parents. He's been having them for a while. I think he goes to Susanna. Mm-hmm. I just feel like in such a small town, like it may have gotten back to her at some point. And they were together for like six, seven months. But it's not a small town because they don't live in even the same city. Take the small town out of it. They were together for a while. Do you think that, and he had them before they started the relationship. So don't you think that he would have opened up in one of their many phone calls? No, and I think that's his biggest flaw. He's will, unwilling to, as deep as their relationship is, he's unwilling to show his, a sign of weakness the, or he doesn't want to worry her. That's the main thing. Like he just constantly doesn't want to worry her. But I think the fact that he told Steven and Steven's been cool about it, mm-hmm. I think he's starting to want to explain himself to her a little bit more okay. and it's causing her to it, it, have some introspection. It does seem like a first admission in the scene. Oh, yeah. So I I see the same thing with Jeremiah, right? Like, I think that they all put him on this like weird pedestal. And then when they learn that he's flawed, then he's automatically just a D bag. Or or maybe she's like, she's not looking for reason. She's making the reasons up in her head and she's like living life that way. But like, I don't think that she's searching for more meaning. Yeah. You know? Um, Good talk. But it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. And then now she feels really guilty because she wasn't there for him. Uh, it's it's all it's all part of the grand plan. But all right. So that was good. And then Jeremiah comes and does, you know, he's, he's going to block his bro. I just, yeah. He's a little bit of a jerk in that scene. Well, I just hate the, hurry up. The hurry up and then the, it's so cheesy. And I would like, it, it cringes that somebody would actually do this. The... <coughs> Right, like, right, because like, okay, know, even if you walked in on that situation, would you do that, or would you just be like, "Hey, guys, there's just two ways to play that scene," and he, but it's 
he's he's supposed to do it that way because it's gonna like it's like a fucking again it's, it's bottled up and it's bottled up and it's reaching to the point and it's gonna explode at the end so it it makes sense that uh, again, it's weird within one hour Agrabelli is holding hands with one brother and letting another brother run his fingers through her hair just saying okay he was patting down uh, hey, listen listen that's i that's, think i think 100 percent of people would say that's some pretty open uh affection and flirting yeah but she Love you guys. she was she was on the receiving end of it <laughs> oh don't touch my hair your Jared's brother you're somewhere your brother might come by anyway all right so then they important moment belly I don't know if she makes something up, but she just like needs to get out of the awkward situation. She's like, oh, Polaroid cameras. Like we should get some of these. It's important because of the picture. Yeah, I don't think they did. Uh, they should have cut to Adam Fisher receiving his MasterCard bill. He he still might next episode. $900 at on, Party City? Yeah, don't step on the preview. Like you guys spent $900 on glitter plates, Conrad. Do, do you think that, what do you think? Three full cartloads. Fucking, they were throwing those fucking polar cameras. cameras in there like a motherfucker we had we had those at our wedding and they were like 150 dollars a piece we're like oh yeah the film itself is but like yeah. 40 50 anyway okay so what uh, back my notes here all right if I'm missing then we get oh okay this is probably the my favorite cut oh, so God. it goes from a great scene to the dialogue is sky and oh. taylor no 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 talking we're about miss- kissing aren't yeah. we missing steven and taylor at the pool at some point Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the see, sorry, the Stephen Taylor of the pool is before the Party City stuff. Oh, okay, so let me just say one thing about that. Yep. Poor Shayla catching strays here, man. Oh, they're making fun of how she say says Ibiza. Yeah, Ibiza. Oh. But we love Shayla. Everyone loves Shayla. But we also love Taylor for bringing her up, right? Do you think she she always does that? She's like, do you think Shayla Shayla's going to be at the party? Oh, we love DK. Shayla. Anyway. I was sure. mad when I first saw that scene that it wasn't deeper. And then when it came back around, when when the party in the USA thing came back around, then I'm like, oh, like that's that's it getting its dues. That song smacks. Okay. All right. So, okay. Now we get back to Sky oh, and Taylor. And it's like the comedic timing. Of both of them. Yeah. Season two has really gotten more into the, because there's so much heavier material. Elsie is a powerhouse, like unbelievable. The comedy, the writing of the character, her performance, acting like, chops, yeah, all of it. But what it, what even is Sky's first line? About in that? Kissing. I know, like, but there's like the first line just I like put hits my you. tongue directly in her uh, mouth. Yeah. And then we're like, what are they talking about? And Sky is talking about getting their first like, kiss. If if the spirit moves you, what if the spirit? What if I don't have the spirit? <laughs> like it's great and belly walks in and then oh man is there ever a situation where it's all teeth and no tongue yeah it's like feel free to go into as much detail as possible be as technical as technical as possible sky fantastic but also taylor calling out belly like oh we're talking about kissing i feel like you're the resident expert that's a that's a wink at all the belly hate out there of like fuck girl belly which can be fuck girlish but it's like a wink like we, like know we know she's kissed a lot of guys. We know. We we've got this. We figured it out. We weren't sure we we're getting season two. <laughs> season three is coming in too. Oh yeah. Is that confirmed? It's confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed. I know, but have we said it on the show? No, we have not. So season three, that's really happening. Um wait. So let's not we, push through it. We have to talk about this. Yeah. Right? Which is 
Belly recounting her first kisses with each of the boys. Cam was really sweet. Really sweet. I think, that's, I think that sets up why Sky and Cam work. Because sure. it was just, it was really sweet, right? Like, if you're nervous about your yeah. first kiss and you're ready to have your first kiss. Think about how far Belly's come from that first date dude, to where she is. She didn't drink. She hadn't had a first kiss yes. ever she was nervous and awkward about wearing a very short dress with a thong like she zero to 100 real quick so quick all right but know. okay i don't want to uh, she's the best like belly's great yeah what are you gonna say? but she remembers her first kiss with yep. cam we all do it's very like a, a peck right on well on the lips but uh and then she's like i don't even remember my first kiss with conrad like i kind of blacked out Real dismissive. A little dismissive. A little dismissive. And then there's a kiss with Jeremiah. Which is like, if you're a Conrad girl, do you even want... She's talking about this hot kiss with his brother. Yeah, bad timing. Like, hmm. Maybe Conrad just finds a girl at Stanford. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> it's one of those things. It's cringe because if... Let's just say Steven walked in on that. Steven be like, what the fuck? And then he'd probably immediately go tell Conrad, like, oh, bad timing, bad timing, no good, yeah. abort mission. Right. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, I was wrong about this one. I don't like it either, yeah. but apparently she has the hots for Jeremiah. I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah. But like, I always think of the Thanksgivings. No, yeah. <laughs> like, think of the Thanksgivings, like, or it's like, Thanksgivings so are which, fucked which, for the rest of time. Which boy are you coming with, Billy? Okay. And let them please not have the last name Fisher. Yeah, the long term. <laughs> the last time we talked, like the long lost cousin. Yeah. Like last time I was here, weren't you guys holding hands at the dinner? Oh, all right. Never mind. I, yeah. All things aside, I get it. Like Belly and Jeremiah are, we, we talk about how these characters need to grow up. Mm -hmm. And even though they're both flawed and need to grow, they all need to grow up. Right. So it's a little bit unfair that Conrad keeps telling everyone to grow up. But Jeremiah and Belly are literally on the same trajectory. Facts. They're they're at the same starting point. They're seeing the world the same way. They have a connection. Yes. Their shit's their shit is clearly very short-sighted, and they both have something to prove. Uh, That's yeah. the wrong thing. And you probably shouldn't enter a relationship with weird and fucked up intentions but that's what they're doing well yeah jeremiah so wants not, to but, beat can a con yeah and belly, belly wants, wants to, to prove this. that she can get over conrad like which also happened in season one which is super messy but it doesn't change the fact that they're on the same page and her and conrad are very clearly not on the same page yes. at the moment in life in focus in each other it's just very not good timing and and belly's a little insecure well we'll talk about Jared's that. a little simple okay. yeah we're, we'll talk about that um jaron conrad in the garage oh fuck another funny conrad scene but i think it's interesting right like on and that's that that dialogue isn't even that funny but yeah. the way chris briney delivers it is funny the you left you left your ass off when he set up swallowed by the garage and then no the the painting the painting it's like, like giving him shit about the painting yeah, give, and it's Chris Briney just delivering it in a way that is true to life. And, and 
But on fourth watch, I noticed something. I noticed that Jer is like fucking, it seems like he's so uptight. He, he is. So uptight. I don't know if that's the actor, if that's the character. I think it's the character because again, we keep, keep talking about like, he doesn't really know how to feel about his brother right now. Yeah, he's like the loose. He's, he's got some guilt. He's supposed to be the loosey-goosey guy, mm-hmm. but more and more, it's like, almost like, I don't know if it's sinister or what, but like, he's staring at, standing at the edge of the aisle not Lucy Goosey. No, he's and he's, he's not Lucy so... Goosey in the garage scene, and it's not Lucy Goosey later on the show. So he's wound so tight. He is wound pretty tight, and it just explodes eventually. But it's weird because he's trying to have a serious conversation with Khan, and I think that because Conrad, maybe because of his promise to Stephen, he's not really being there for a deep conversation with Jeremiah about like, oh my God, what happens if I start to forget these memories? And he just kind of blows it off and starts kind of like poking fun at Jeremiah. And I don't think he means to be malicious about it, but for where Jeremiah's headspace is at right then and there, I think he's just kind of like another thing that my brother is like a jerk. Then after that, then Jeremiah exits the garage with the box of stuff. Belly comes out. Oh. And again, I'm like, okay, so we're going to get another, like, shoehorning Jeremiah and Belly. What I was not expecting was that he would just be so outward. So he's starting to, like, just say whatever the fuck is on his mind. Mm -hmm. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you do have that picture hanging up on your mirror at home. Look at you looking at my brother like you were looking at him uh, two seconds ago in the old party city there. Like, just. He's going for it. He's going for it. I mean, but is it like jealous or it? It's of course it's jealous. Which is kind of like easy, bro. Yeah, and Belly has a great line there. She doesn't. She has great lines, but it's not always as introspective as it is. And he doesn't really have a retort to it. She says, um, "Sometimes you're getting over your past and moving on." Oh, great line! Like, yeah, moving on in the present. Because that's what I, yo. Also, in that, I was going to save it for later, but in that scene in the aisle, I thought the subtext, first time I watched it, subtext of that scene is bad timing. Mm-hmm. This isn't the right time. Mm-hmm. For Bell Bell and Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. Like, they're not saying it, but it's like, because if it was to be said, it would have been said. Mm-hmm. Like, and it happens again later on where if it mm-hmm. was it was needed to be said, it would have been said. But it also doesn't, it feels like Jeremiah is so angry at Conrad that he's only taking Belly's perspective into account. So I think he knows that there's something going on between him and Belly, but he's just checking in with her. Like he wants to see if she still has feelings for uh, for Conrad. Yeah. He, it doesn't seem like he really gives a fuck whether or not Conrad still has feelings for Belly or not. Oh yeah, he just wants to win that. Yeah. So. So she like- get the rollerblades. She gets the rollerblades. Then Taylor and Belly are upstairs getting ready. And I was like, when I first showed that scene, I was like, why are they dressing like clowns? <laughs> yeah, we, we, okay. Admittedly, we didn't put together until the second rewatch. Like, oh, it's a retro themed party. Well, I, I mean, once you see her in the, the outfit, then it makes sense. It makes total sense. But like in that first scene, you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Like Taylor's got on a literal clown outfit. And then Belly has got this high hair with like in the bright lights and this 
makeup and, and she's like, still wearing her like tube top from like yeah, earlier like, in the well, day what like, are we one. doing here yeah and then it makes sense when you see her in her outfit vicky's got something similar on right now uh it's like the fun retro shorts athletic shorts the shirt that's tied up and it looks great especially with the dark lights yes yeah it looks great yeah but it makes sense because taylor at the end of it goes okay now get, get dressed so you're yeah because we we're like is that what she's wearing like like Taylor's that. wearing that, your makeup looks like that, and you're wearing that. It was just like a little bit shocking. You're like, what the fuck are they going for here? Yeah. But then it, it all it all makes sense. Belly is easily confused. She's so confused. Like Taylor is like trying to like give her good advice while also being like fuck Conrad, while also pushing her towards Jeremiah because he's hot. I'm like, I think it's, it's the lesser of two evils here. It's very polarizing. Because you also have the. 16 years of talking about conrad as a crush yeah built into that conversation fair and jeremy has i don't know blossomed it's, into i want steven and taylor to end up together but i just think it's a little bit hypocritical okay sure I was gonna, uh, because even um when we watched the when they were um you know how the bonus content is like the care the cast mm-hmm. making desserts or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you get Jenny talking to Sean Kaufman and Rain Spencer about it. And Jenny even says like, yeah, well, isn't Steven like Taylor's Conrad? Mm-hmm. And even Rain is like, yeah. yeah. So like, so so we all know that, which is why it's a little ick for me that Taylor's like pushing Jeremiah so hard, not even letting Belly try to understand Conrad's point of view. And is quick to just be like, oh yeah, go after the hot one that well, you haven't heard vibes with. Like, yeah, no, they, no, for they sure. They mentioned last episode, put these first loves in the past, but I know, so it's just a little as bit much critical. like Belly may not be able to. I just wonder if Taylor's ever going to come back around on Connie on Conrad. Well, if there's a real cheating episode, possibly. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, season three. What up? <laughs> All right. Well, oh, you know what? Uh, those rollerblades set up. Belly falling again. Oh my gosh. Yo. Are, do you do you want to go there now? There's, well, I mean, there's some scenes in the middle here. I mean, I just wanted to get it out early in the episode that Belly fell again. And Oh, don't worry. I had at least three to five DMs where they're like, hey, do you count that as a fall? Do you count that as a fall? Uh, That's Team Casey out there. Yeah, team, team Casey. Team Casey's is, strong. Team Casey is. I, or uh, there's room on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> there's always room on the Team Casey team bus. Casey bus yeah. Okay, so... Belly's on roller skates. Okay. So then she's handing out drinks to, to the girls. Steven and Conrad are standing there. And Conrad, Conrad belly. sees Belly and it's like, hey, Belly, 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 come here. Come here. Come here. And he's like, uh, Steven's going to take a picture of us. Oh, I And he that. like pulls her in like close and like has arm around her waist. And she's being all cutesy. It like looks like they are a couple. It looks like he's just like, oh, or Belly, let's get like a picture. it looks like they're at a party. I don't know. But Steven, you can see that happening with Steven. I can see that happening with Steven or with Jeremiah or with Cam. I guess it's just, I guess it's just fun for me because you don't see Conrad as the guy who's like, Belly, come take a picture. That's what with it's me. meant. For. That's what it's meant for, for sure. It just has, it could have any meaning. They're like, that's that's a scene designed to be like, get this kind of conversation going. So cute. Oh, baby, it's so cute, and they're matching. Okay, so. I noticed it. I didn't say anything because I feel like you would have made fun of me. Yeah. But 
Uh, during the Slurpee scene into Party City, Belly's wearing green top, Conrad's polo oh is green. When they're at the party, mm-hmm. Belly's outfit wearing matches. Shoes and Conrad also has shoes on. <laughs> no, she's wearing skates. Oh, well, touche. Yeah. Try to make fun of me. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're matching and it's cute. Anyway, what that sets up is that's not the point. For a lot of people, it's the point. For me, it's not the point. The point is that after that, Belly skates away. Mm-hmm. She falls. Per per every episode. Per every per episode. Usual. But she falls into Jeremiah. Oh, boy. A lot of people think that that's, like, the hottest pickup line they've ever heard when he, like, whispers in her ear, you don't have to hurt yourself to get my attention. But that makes it seem like she was hurting herself on purpose. But for Belly went down. But for Belly, yeah, she's like, "Oh my God, Jeremiah caught me! Yay!" Well, that's kind of the what they do. He always does. Yeah, he's always there to be the he's, confidant. Yeah. And so help her. Uh, then you go back to Stephen and Conrad, where Conrad's holding the picture, and he's like watching Belly skate away. And Steven's like, okay, man, all right, I'm rooting for you. Just don't fucking break her heart. And then you see Conrad being like, kind of about to play it off. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like looking down at the picture lovingly. And then Steven says, uh, no, and then Conrad says, oh, okay. Like, you haven't been following Taylor around all night. Oh, I'll admit that. He's like, like, oh, no, I talked to that. Great. Like, it was great. But then you said, um, I think when you wrote down in your notes, Conrad voice of reason, you know, she has a boyfriend. He's on an elevated track, my man. Yes. Yeah. But did you hear what Steven said, though? He cops to it. He Well, he said, he's like, yeah, but they don't belong together. It's like, and then Conrad's like, do you, man? But like, I'll buy that. Just be careful. He says, be careful, which is ironic because that's what uh, Taylor Listen. says earlier to Belly. Conrad knows this shit is all messy. Yeah. He knows that the sister and the brother and the best friends is all messy. Like I think Conrad knows that it's messy. And but I think that's why Belly has such a massive reaction to finding out that he did try to fight for her and went like literally went into the mess and was like, Jeremiah, fuck your feelings. Not fuck your feelings, but like I'm asking you for your permission. I'm trying to be an adult here. It's acknowledged by him and he still went through the messiness, means something to Belly, and we'll talk about that and we'll break that down. We'll get but, there. Um, yeah. But what's even funnier then is that Milo shows up. Yes. And there's the lip balm thing. Mm-hmm. And Sky's like, ah, oh, this just made so many things clear. Yeah. And then uh Sky stirs the pot. Probably with Steven. Yeah, and then they both laugh and say, we should probably warn Taylor. Yeah. They end up not warning Taylor because they end up having their own little moment. But They do. Great. Yeah. S- sold it. Some people didn't didn't feel like it was it was sold. I bought I buy it. I think it works because they're both very innocent and nerdy. And yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. They're just like fit. They fit. Except where they don't fit, I think they elevate each other. What I mean by that, I wrote this down, but like the whole dialogue is that Cam is so straight edge and he cares so much about the norms and the rules and all of this stuff. And even though 
Sky is also very innocent. I guess in in terms of like the kissing thing, but Sky said Sky doesn't care about the norms, right? Like the mm-hmm. the whole point of the characters, like oh yeah, norm norms don't bother me. Like I don't want to feel weird in my own skin. And Cam has this tendency to he said always like play it safe. Yeah. So I think where Sky starts to challenge him a little bit, which is good for him. I think it's a good mix. I thought it was good. I thought it was sweet. Yeah. I also hot take think that now that sky's gotten their first kiss from cam if that relationship is going to move forward that might be just the thing that aunt julia needs to hear that makes her want to keep the house because now sky has their own memories in the house that's not tied it's not about belly like julia doesn't give a fuck about belly or laurel or steven right yeah like literally and and barely gives a fuck about jeremiah and Mm -hmm. conrad because it's because of all her bullshit with their mom but now sky Mm -hmm. has a real reason and a real connection it might be the thing that turns it preach girl all right i'll talk to you some a little about it later (laughs) okay um, so then we have the Steven and Taylor dance. Party in the USA dance. Yeah. What do you want to say about that? I mean, people have been copying it, you said on on TikTok. It's awesome. Do you like it better than let's say like the debutante? Not the Comrade and Belly, because I know you, you, that's not fun, but the dance mm. routine where the guys are like they're both know. very similar. Yeah, both right? very similar. They're both fun. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know. You go know tie. Go tie. They both involve Steven doing doing the most. Doing and, the and most, I, and I love it. And like Steven out there clearing the dance floor is funny. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we got to talk about where that ends because Steven has probably my favorite to show to date confession of love. Oh yeah. He's or really good I at mean, that. yeah. He's really good at that. It or was like, so organic. It used to be just a girl. That hung around my sister. Now, now you're the girl that I miss when they're not around. Not around. Fucking great. And then, and then he doesn't have to say a lot. He just says, "But now you're like my favorite person." Favorite person. I'm like, damn, bro. Like that's going down. Oh, like ah. Oh. And then Taylor tries to play it off, right? Like she like tries to walk off. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, what now is your he- turn? Oh, it's like oh, I, I like this game. Like who can catch? Who cannot catch feelings first? Like I'm, I'm I lose. submitting. I lose. I lose. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. Uh, then we have that goes into Belly and Jer sitting on this like inflatable couch thing. He brings her a beer. He sits down, and they end up in this conversation about first kisses in this house. Yeah, it goes. I is it just a plot device, or are we supposed to be reminded of the fact that Jeremiah has kissed everyone? I, is it an accident? I don't I, I I think that the show is so purposeful that it can't be an accident. I think we're supposed to be reminded. Is he like if he's trying to like use that as a pickup line or something? Like he gets to the fact that, but not as good a kisser as you too. It's just one of those like normally he, he could have easily just said, like, hey, do you remember our first kiss in this house? Great. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, a word economy, you know. <laughs> but no, he has to remind her that he's kissed everyone in the same night and it's weird right like i guys and girls there could have been a better 
thing there. But do I think that in that moment, Belly or any girl would kiss Jeremiah? Yes. If you're team Belly, do you want your boyfriend to be like a hookup guy? For me personally, I think he could have been like, you know, yeah, that used to be my thing. But like right now, I only have eyes for you. He could say some shit like that. For Team Jeremiah, there's probably better words that he could have used to move his stock forward. Yes. That's how I feel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But he still got, and if you're looking at just results and not process-based. If we're looking at, is he getting the desired effect from Belly? Yes. Yes. She thinks he's like hot as shit and like really wants to kiss him. And as Taylor said, she keeps looking at him like an ice cream cone. And she wants to like, like it's a thing. And it's real. It's it's definitely real. There's something there. You said that they would get kissed get broken up by the fight. I did. You called that. Yeah. It did. It did. Man. Because, well, that's just me anchoring back to the book. I'm like, I think that their first kiss is going to be when they get caught. Fight. Fight. <laughs> I was so happy almost that it wasn't a real fight. Great sound. It's not just like them swinging at each other, like angry. It's kind of like they square up. No one connected. There's no punches landed. Yeah. A punch missed, a tackle. It's funny. Like Milo's like trying to bust out. Oh, and then he does fucking, yeah, like karate kid stuff. That shit was funny. And then Jumper, like you you see the camera go directly to Jumper and he starts playing all the small things. Yeah. Which I don't totally understand. Is there a connection? I I mean, it's a fun song. It's but, just funny. I'm like, what's the, is there a like, uh, lyrical uh, thing that I makes don't, that song necessary? No, it's just hilarious. And then what makes it even funnier, okay? What makes it even funnier is that Belly's just like, what's going on? Taylor's like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. So the, the, <laughs> I didn't ask for this. The editing that they work in, they work in a lot of Taylor interspersements of which her thoughts, her feelings, what yeah. she's saying. Yeah. And that kind of helps move the fight along. And then the funny thing is, like, you see off to the side, you see Jeremiah, Conrad, Sky, and Cam. And they're all kind of like, we Letting are. Let it go. Kick his ass, Steven. Well, they're all, well, at first, kind of like us as audience watching it, they're kind of like enjoying watching yeah. it. And then they're starting to egg it on. And Belly just kind of gives them a look like, hey, help me break this up. And they're like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm all, I was almost surprised that Belly didn't hit the deck there also. <laughs> She's just used to the ones who catches an elbow and... Oh yeah, at fights. Okay. So hot take here. Yeah, Milo gets a raw deal. As much as I love Steeler and Stephen and Taylor, like I don't what he did. Like he just is being broken up with because he's not Stephen. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it go- it goes back to like it's not they don't belong together and they have a service level relationship. Yeah, he didn't do anything bad. Like Milo's not a bad guy, and if, yeah. it's not supposed oh. to. I hope it's then people don't dislike Milo. Like he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He, he was perfectly nice to her in all the scenes. He Came was all this he, way. He was calling her. He and then he watched another guy like flirting with her, yeah. taking her phone away while they're talking. Yeah, yeah. Milo got a road deal, so he didn't do he didn't do anything. Yeah, wrong. He didn't know her last middle name, but like I think that's why I'm saying Taylor was just she was gonna get out of it anyway. Yeah, she he didn't need any she didn't need any help from Stephen. Like right. Like, right. It was kind of happy. Yeah. The, the only thing that is like, again, it just shows that it's a superficial relationship is when he's like, no, what are you talking about? You're my girl. And she's like, you don't really know me. And it's not that deep. And you have to go. 
like you embarrassed me in front of all these people like you have to go that's the one thing like he did steven did just as much i he, love steven he like, came he, in hot. he would have been man embarrassed he was embarrassing he wanted to fight just as much as yeah did. yeah so anyhow okay a scene after that is you can see sky gets like a text and they're happy oh, about okay. it they pull conrad belly and jeremiah out of the party and then now they're standing outside the house and sky has some good news to share hun what's the good news that they worked in a condition to the sale that every year for a week they can rent the cousin's house Belly and Jeremiah are like excited. over the moon excited. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Thank God. Okay. So I understand where Jared's coming from and Belly, but I also understand where Conrad's coming from. It's kind of one of those 50 50 splits. Yeah. Like it would be I, nice. I think for it's them. totally normal that there would be two different reactions. Like to it. it would be great for them to come back, right? Yeah. They get to enjoy the beach, the pool, all that stuff. But think about the fact that all the shit inside is going to be different. Their bedrooms are going to, one could be an office now. Yeah. One could be a fucking baby's room. Yeah. So it's like, it's not the same. And it's a reminder of. How about they just come back to Cousins and rent a new spot, create new memories. Right. Right. So anyway, the entire point. This sets up Jeremiah for one of his best scenes. Jeremiah. Gavin. Yeah. Gavin Gavin acted his ass off. Gavin was able to, I feel like. In his acting brain, he was able to like let loose of that tension. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. I can let it fly. And he seemed like he was a little bit do you think looser, that, relaxed. Do you think that Jer- it's probably your the, the right answer is probably both, but do you think that Jeremiah is only able to, not Gavin, but Jeremiah, who yes. is only, only able, able to, to express himself. go there because he's yes. drunk. Listen, that that conversation with a with a sibling takes a lot of courage, especially an older sibling. Oh, to 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 say all those to things. say all those things if you're if you're feeling that way, it takes a lot of courage. So it's very raw, very yeah, raw. it is. And again, just like the situation where he was saying how he was kissing all these people, like as a way to. He goes too far as a way to like lure belly in like he uses her in a weird way with Conrad, which is like uh, he's trying to use it as a way to get belly. Okay. But it's like not the right thing. Let's okay. Let's break this scene down. Right. So. Yes. Oh yeah. But there's like three separate threads to the scene and I, I, I'm going to lay them out and then I want to hear your opinion on what's really going on. It's all fire. It's all of it, but what's really going on with Jeremiah? Okay, it starts off with the Conrad, stop making decisions for all of us. So there's that. Fair. It's like if you're going to write down a list of like issues that Jeremiah has with Conrad, mm-hmm. stop making decisions for all Which of us. Is fair. You don't fair know. Yeah, Jeremiah. you don't know better than all of us. And and it's not just you. It's a he, if you say that the sure. Conklins have just as much as a right to the house. Sure. Right. Whatever. So then. He says, well, this is the shit that he does. He is so quick to just give up. Which I don't like because he fucking Conrad was really fighting for that house. He was. Yes. It was like earlier in the pool. Jeremiah looks at Belly and is like, man, I never thought we'd really lose a house. And I'm like, it's just. 
it's like little kids believing in fairy tales. Like it's all, everything's going to work out. Even Jeremiah, like at the beginning of this episode, he's like, well, it's always the darkest before the dawn, right? And Connor's like, what the fuck are you talking about? We just gave our keys up. So there's a little bit of like, like hopefulness, like short-sighted hopefulness versus like everything's doom and gloom. Yeah. And they're somewhere in the middle, but it's just really not for either of them. So anyway, there's there's that part of the conversation. Sure, sure. Right? And then you said it while we were watching it, but you can see Conrad thinking about it too, because you're like, okay, what's another example of this year? Like you just said, he always does this. So what's another example? Yeah. And you can see Chris is like almost playing it where he's like, I can get on. He's like, and what else? Say it, Jer. Like fucking say it. And Jeremiah is like, you did it to Belly. I was shocked. I was so shocked that he said that. So from Jeremiah's point of view, that's what it looked like. Like you yeah. bed me and now you're not even together. Like what the fuck? I know Belly didn't do this from Jeremiah's point of view. That did really happen. It, but even so, really weird. It's that not he, the right thing to say with Belly there. It may, it's like, like I said, this is a reality check episode for her. Right. Like she okay. she learns about panic attack. She's starting to see Conrad in a little bit of a different light. She's acknowledging some stuff with Jeremiah. She says directly to him, do not use me to get at him. There's a part of her that knows, yes, Jeremiah has feelings for Belly, but he cannot separate that from <laughs> his desire to get yeah, at Conrad. That's right. That's actually true which is and like she sees it as drunk as she is or will get after the scene she sees that for what it is problematic and walks off problematic that but that's like the core problem with these guys being brothers and the whole messiness of it. yeah but <laughs> the, okay so then we get some great conrad right like oh yeah that was really good the clapping like hey real classy jer which is like it's it's funny because that is exactly what i would have said like watching that like that is so low class all of that shit you know well it's, it's like, like it's like oh oh that's you thought she was gonna be on your side well just all of it like embarrassing your one of your best friends forever and then at our house on this and calling night, out like a private moment private I mean, moment and it's like this shit is it's it's the richest white trash <laughs> shit that they do <laughs> you know yeah so Cape Cod fucking but the fact Jared that Springer. Okay, but it's, but Conrad's being rude, like the clapping and being like real classy, Jer, like, fuck you. Well, he's got to rebuttal somehow. I agree, but that then sends Jeremiah into round three of this bullshit, which is where then he- uh, Jeremiah turned, this is another good Jeremiah But this is where spot. he's like, fuck you, you're an asshole. And Conrad says, grow up. And Jeremiah says, I did grow up because I had to watch mom- die okay every day like bro you were in school you couldn't have done anything else right yeah it's very circumstantial yeah like you you watched her every day because you were still in high school conrad was unfair it is so unfair to put that on i think it's written in such a way to like because i can go point for point like no that's a point for jeremiah no that's a point for conrad it's totally it's it's like you're like fucking going back and forth it's nothing that jeremiah says that's untrue but that doesn't make it Conrad's fucking fault. True. What do you want a medal? Like 
but then you see him paint it all like paint the picture of how jeremiah is feeling he's like he's like well i was there for mom when you were at college or with belly or fucking moping around after you ruined that and it's like all of that's probably factually correct jeremiah but he didn't ask for that and he wasn't doing any of that to spite you or to make life harder for you you're a minor you couldn't have had all of these things i don't know well i think jeremiah is just looking from it as a role model perspective i guess well jenny and sean and rain talk about this but can i go into this now here's why all of these relationships are fucked dun, dun, dun. Okay. i think that unfairly so both Belly and Jeremiah have put Conrad on this pedestal. Yeah. And this has been going on for 16-ish years. That's what happens when you're the oldest one of a group. Right. And he's not perfect, clearly. And he does fuck up. But as you grow older, you start to see that. But their reaction to it is a little bit unfair because they're throwing it back in his face Mm -hmm. all the fucking time the people who are picking role models have a choice yes but the people who are the role models don't necessarily have the choice and you're in a no-win spot there so it does sort of go back to mental health stuff right Mm -hmm. because there are some people who can take on the burden of all of that and the brunt of all of that being put on a pedestal knowing that you're flawed having self-awareness that you're flawed, but nobody else has Mm self-awareness around it and letting people down, even though it's not really your fault that you're letting them down. Mm -hmm. Conrad's not that guy, right? We can see that he has deep-seated, like, emotions, anxiety. Compounded by the fact that his mom just died. Compounded by the fact that his mom's just died, and compounded by the fact that these two people that he very much loves are keep fucking throwing it in his face, keep reminding him of all the times that he fucks up and lets them down. Yeah. When they don't really take time to understand how hard that must be for him. Yeah. So Conrad's issue is his insecurities about having to be the martyr and put on this like front. Belly's issue is that she is extremely insecure, mm-hmm. extremely, extremely insecure, but so much of her insecurities are all about Conrad. Yeah. It's tough right now to like have a great resolution because in all honesty, there probably is no great resolution right, right now. Yeah. Except time. Right. But we, it's so hard for people to understand that time does heal and time is like, well, it also allows for things to just play out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they need. And as you, again, fans, right? I see it a lot on TikTok, are like giving Conrad a hard time for always telling everyone to grow up. I don't think he's saying that everyone else needs to grow up and that he is a grown up. I think he's realizing like we all just need to grow up and learn some perspective. So going back to Jer, right? Jer, Jer thinks he's had this fucking epiphany, right? Like he he thinks that all of this like anger that he's carrying 
for Conrad is all because Conrad isn't perfect and like, oh, like flip a switch. I can see you for who you really fucking are now and you're a jerk. And that's the root of all my issues when really he still has an inferiority complex that he needs to deal with. And you're always going to need your brother and there still will be some competitive stuff there, but they got to figure that out because, you know, you're going to need to be talking. All right. Then we get very, so same theme, right? If the theme is broken dreams and Jeremiah seeing that Conrad's not perfect, Belly's now starting to see that this party that started off like a really great idea is kind of turning into a shit show for her personally. And then she sees like this girl, like, almost throws up on her. She looks over and somebody is spray painting the walls. Belly. Somebody. Grabs a tequila bottle and stumbles off with it to the beach. Man, that's dangerous. Yeah. All sorts of dangerous. Yeah. Get a riptide. I know. So who comes and saves her? Conrad. The dog. Lassie. (laughs) So this is a scene that is from the book. What they talk about is different. But Belly is going into the ocean. She's clearly drunk. She still has the bottle of tequila in her mm-hmm. hand, which is from the book. And Conrad, also from the book, is like, Belly, get out of there. I'm not going to pull your dead body out of the ocean when you drown. Fuck. Morbid. So it's a little bit, it's not supposed to be morbid, but she doesn't react at all. <laughs> so then he goes and just picks her up. Um. So I think Belly played that pretty well, um, but that doesn't even hold a candle to the conversation, like the a little bit more lucid conversation. I mean, this is this that. conversation that really shows you Belly's insecurity, I feel like. Yes. Right. I, and I didn't pick up on it, but you kind of explained it to me. Like, why is it so important that she would have dis- that she, she needed Conrad to disclose that he asked Jer? Well, OK. And then you kind of go into the book thing where you can. I think a lot of people don't get that. That she needed him to say this because she really doesn't think that Conrad likes her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's three ways to watch this, right? The first way, the the surface level, don't go any deeper way to watch this is Belly's drunk. Okay. Belly, Belly's drunk. She just found out something. She's over amplifying it. And she's just a drunk girl yelling at her ex-boyfriend. That's one way to take it, right? And I think there's room for that because it's true. All right. The second way to take it is as a viewer, just being unable to process the scene because you, again, as an audience, we're omniscient, right? We're all knowing. Checks dictionary. Okay. We're all knowing. Okay. Or we sit here and we have time to process these things. From Belly's perspective, it's a hard to take scene and hard for you, you said, to wrap your head around why this is even fucking happening. I'm just like, what is- be- because, because we know that Conrad loves Belly. I was expecting her to be like, I can't believe you asked Jeremiah for my hand. Right. I was like, I thought it was going to be a bad thing. And then she's no. like, oh, no, it would have been the fucking best. Okay, right. <laughs> like, it would have been everything to me. I'm like, what? Right. So there's another way that you watch it where you're just conrad and you're fucking confused 
And if you're watching it as if you're Conrad, it is okay to be really, really fucking confused because he probably didn't tell her because he didn't want to come across as begging. And maybe she would have stopped him from doing it. Yeah. Like, like he, like I said earlier, was willing to step into the line of fire, catch all bullets from Jeremiah and just be like, but I'm telling you, bro, this is what I want. And it, didn't have to end that way. And I think that if he had told Belly he was going to do that, she probably would have been like, well, if he has even a teeny tiny, slightly negative reaction to it, like then we'll just keep on having feelings and not doing anything about it. If it was Jer in Conrad's shoes, he would have told her like right away. And be like, I asked Conrad and he said yes. He said yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little bit more simpler of of uh, But I think that Belly at this stage in Belly's game, like she kind of needs simple. Yeah. Well, well, we we'll get there. A little easier for her to. Yeah, everything with Conrad is very coded, right? Like it's work. it's yeah. But anyway, so if you're standing there thinking about the scene from Conrad's perspective, it's hard to grasp because you're like, wait, so why is it such a big deal that I told you about this? Two, if I had told you, you probably would have caved like you did last summer and said okay, it's still weird. It's still awkward. We're still not going to be together. And I really wanted to be with you. And then number three, you're like, girl, how did you not know that I loved you? Like, how did you not know? Like, it's so fucking frustrating. You think he would have used the U and the R-R-R-R-R-L version? Girl. No. Oh. No. But maybe Zen Conrad would. Belly. <laughs> All right. Okay. But the third way that you see the scene. I think this is the fourth way. No, no, no. It's the third. No, it's the third. The third way. (laughs) I do everything in threes. All right. So the third way that you can see the scene. Like three hours. Is understanding that Belly's biggest issue is that she is very, 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 very insecure about anything that has to do with conrad Mm. remember that she had a hard time understanding that he liked her yeah she earlier in the episode couldn't even describe their first kiss like she describes their first kiss in the weirdest fucking way she's like very dismissive like oh i don't know i like kind of blacked out i don't even know that's not the reaction that you should have when it's a first kiss with the love of your life, right? Well, but yeah, but like the blackout thing, like it's just she, she, it was, it happened so quickly, it happened so fast, and I think that because of putting him on a pedestal, yeah, when like you meet meeting your idol or yes, like you dream about something for so long and it actually happens, you're like, I don't remember. We talked about it. And it clicked for you when I said, I think she has a little bit of imposter syndrome where she got what she wanted. But I think the entire time she's so deeply insecure about herself, about the situation. And I think that led to her always just kind of like being overly cautious or waiting for the other shoe to drop. So... If that's how you're going into a relationship, always thinking and afraid that the other person is going to break up with you, mm-hmm. self-fulfilling prophecy, hey. 
right? Like you're you're not really seeing them for what they are. You're not seeing the funeral. You're not seeing the prom from the right perspective. You're seeing it, yes, selfishly, but not even selfishly. You're seeing it from self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, oh, that fits this other narrative that is designed to prove me right that I don't belong with this person or I don't deserve this person. And she does that. So if you look at it from that perspective, it means so much to her that he would be willing to fight for her Mm -hmm. and fuck things up with his brother and have a really open, honest conversation about it. Mm -hmm. That she's like, that was a grand romantic gesture that had I known you had done that, if I'd known you had fought for me in the beginning, I would have fought for you later on. If he was like, I asked Jeremiah and he was fucking pissed. He didn't want to do this shit at all, but he finally gave in. She'd have been like, oh, maybe not. Well, I think that's how uh, that's probably goes goes into why he didn't tell her. That's what I'm saying. But No, but the same. okay, but the same thing where we're rewriting Jeremiah's lines. I think he could have said, Belly, look, I know we agreed at the end of the summer, but I literally I I'm sorry. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I went to Jeremiah and I told him that I really want to be with you. And I asked him for his permission. And I'm not completely sure if he's all the way there. All I know is that I couldn't hold back anymore. And if he says to her what he said to Jer, which is, it's killing me. It's physically hurting me not to be able to tell you that I'm in love with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that she would have wanted to hear that because it would have made her, whatever, it would have given her a little bit more security in the relationship. I don't know. She would have seen things differently. I don't know. She obviously knew he loved her because she says at the end of the conversation, "I didn't we love each other? But he even, but he has to defend it before she says that, right? Like, he's like, I thought you knew. I thought you knew. Listen, the... The subtext of this conversation, again, to me, was wrong timing. This this ain't it. Because when she says, I thought we were in love, mm-hmm. Conrad says, we were. And yeah. what you would say, if you want to move this forward, is, and I still am. How about you? Or, yeah. And we still are. Yeah. And then. He's not there kissing yet. Yeah, he's not there yet. Or whatever. The timing's not right for Conrad and Billy right now. Yeah, still on the beach, starts playing we at the end. Beautiful at the end of the Belly and Conrad saddest fucking scene ever, and then you oh, see Taylor. Him, Taylor doesn't he say they have another good line? He apologizes to her because it was As embarrassing. She said, "Well, do you take it all back?" And he says, "Well, that depends." And then, but he, what he says to her again: smart, good, emotionally competent, Stephen, doing things the right way, says. Taylor, look, like, you know how I feel like your turn, like it, it's your turn. It's your turn to tell me what you want. And she turns to him and she says, do you remember my middle name? Do you remember my middle name? And then he says, no, it. it's Madison. Taylor, Madison, Jewel. But great. Kiss finally happened. We had to get something. So everything else is left very fucked up. And Stephen and Taylor, yay for those two. The brothers are fucked right now. The Belly and Conrad are fucked right now. Jer and Belly didn't end on a good spot. No. But Taylor and Steven did. And 
here's what I'm going to say about the house and the plot and all that stuff. There was enough damage done in that house party where a buyer could back out. I think that uh, the buyer is going to show up or something or the, the, the damage that was done to the house. It's a fucking mess. Like that was a rager, 200 people, strobe lights, fucking graffiti on the walls, broken glasses, kids all over the place. There's going to be something where maybe Aunt Julia has an issue, but something's going to happen and the sale's going to get fucked up. So you think the sale I think that the gets par- fucked up organically based on the party, not that... I, like I said, like uh, how it's going out with a bang, let's burn this bitch to the ground. Like, the house got fucked up. It's not what they paid for, whatever the reasoning is. Yeah. And that's how the, the house is... The, the sale is going to be cut off. And while that sale is getting cut off, Aunt Julia is getting broken down by Sky, by Adam, by Laurel. There's a lot of people are coming into the next episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the house might be still up for grabs. Up for grabs. That's my hot take. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite musical? There were a lot of good musical moments after episode five being not many great musical moments. What was your favorite musical moment in episode six? There's so many. Yeah. Uh, what was the one? The one I like. Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. Summertime. That's when Belly is coming out. With yeah. Great. Yeah. Great spot. Uh, all the small things is good. Oh boy, Cameron. Oh, oh man. I mean, I Oh boy. All the the girl, scene Cita. was just so strong. So I feel like uh, all the girls see the boy. Look at her. Boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they saying boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so Look, that was mommy, great. I'm no good. I'm so hood. Oh my god. Got to leave that in. Party in the USA? <laughs> good one. Uh Two Taylor Swift songs. So you have the Jeremiah and Belly song, which is delicate. And then you have Snow on the Beach, which is really like an everyone song. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a montage. I feel like there was a couple other good ones too, but uh Billie Eilish. Oh, hey now. Monty White. But what's your favorite musical moment? Me? Yeah. I would say summertime. That's the one. And the living's easy. So yeah, I would say summertime, which is not the actual name of the song, but it's called Doing Time. Doing Time, yeah. Great jam. Good Hawaii jam. It's on the Hawaii playlist. Uh, I will go with Snow on the Beach. Weird but fucking beautiful. Yeah. Uh, who won the episode? Steven. Easy. Easy Steven oh, wins the big episode. Big buckets for my boy. All right, let me come everyone's, up. Yeah, everyone's very excited for you to go off on let Steven. Let me come up with a beautiful, beautiful episode. Well, he's doing it. He's doing so much. He's doing so much. What's he doing? Uh, party in the USA. <laughs> right yeah he's making the playlist for the podcast i mean for the party yeah he's uh talking up his boy getting the zen right uh-huh. you know getting his levels uh-huh. straightened out he is having a fight which he didn't lose which is that's big you know if you don't okay. win but you don't lose you're still you're still you're not in the negative yep so uh, and he ended on top uh-huh. he got he got credit for a takedown uh-huh. and the judges say Steven. Steven wins. Um, he got the girl. Yep. And we all love Taylor. I mean, Taylor's a great character. Taylor's a great character. Uh he I mean, that's a lot. And I think he gets props just for being again, like very mature. Other than that one other scene. Other than that one really immature scene. Yeah. 
Did he do anything to help Belly in this scene? In this episode? No. Do you think Belly is... Yeah, it was absent of... You could see him talking to Conrad about Belly, but yeah. there wasn't any Steven and Belly. Do you think Belly has... I feel like episode season one, Team Belly was kind of the through line. <laughs> season two, I feel like Belly, Team Belly is waning a little bit. Well, I no, no, no. Team Belly is just wherever her heart currently lies. Yeah. Um, but I think she's so confused about where her heart lies. But I think when she wakes up from all of this and has a rational thought, I think she'll choose Jeremiah because it's it's the easier. If my... It's easier, it's not complicated, and it's supposed to be messy, but I think Conrad will push his feelings down and make it appear like it's not messy, even though if my, it's killing him. If my forecast is correct, Conrad wins the episode because he will have given his stamp of approval on this party, which in turn botches the sale, which in turn gets them the house. You hear to hear first. Yeah, if the house if is the house, if the house is still all that because Conrad cares the party about, wasn't going down without Con- the party wasn't going down without Conrad. I know, but you're right in saying like Conrad's sole focus all of the season so far has been just about the house, mm-hmm. and I think stakes got raised. So now he is thinking about Belly, and now I think he's like my brother fucking hates me. So I do think that there's something that matters more to him than the house i'm about to click the button on my imdb rating here all right how do we do find out in real time because i think it's the best episode. i will say that they added a season three button a through a season three tab which is big news but no names obviously oh damn oh damn what love fest is now your champion of all the ratings which uh, i can yeah. agree with that i can agree with that oh yeah 8.2 I think it's because you get you get everything. You don't Let, get I think it would be a recency bias. Let some time pass. I mean, Love Sick episode three was played on July 14th. We got that's a month past. A lot more ratings in there. But Love Fest is an eight point two. That's a point one winner over episode three, Love Sick. Those are the only two I think Love I think Love Fest can only be beaten by the two that are coming. Okay, so uh, we we predicted that six, seven, and eight would be the ramping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love game is still the big loser. That's the only episode in either season that is under a seven rating. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I mean this one, it's just it's very quotable. The music is top notch. If you're looking for devastating jeremiah scenes you get them if you're looking for devastating conrad scenes you're getting them if you're looking for really good content you get that with steven and taylor and belly and if you're looking for moments of lightness and happiness to cling on to as team jelly you get plenty of cute jelly moments and if your bonrad heart is still beating and you know, not in cardiac arrest, then you also have some really, really good Belly and Conrad. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. As always, we'll be back with our preview episode on Wednesday. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So at Better With Glasses Pod on Instagram, 
betterbookglassespod at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns. Of course, if you guys want any of our cool, cool merch, check out our store that is inside the link tree and Instagram and on most of our, I usually put the links in these episodes. Thank you all for checking us out and rate review. If you like the show, share it with your other TSITP friends. We appreciate that and uh, run it up. Let's we're, we're cracking the uh, top 20 in the United States. Gotta get to the top 10. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you guys. Anyhow, thanks as always for listening guys. And we'll see you next time.